0: soul's really interested in adventure it really wants new experiences right and it can't go on to the next
1: experience if it's stuck in an emotion from the past it can't go It can't go because it that emotions keeping the person anchored to the memories and the stories that go along with it i would never tell a person to relive their past i would always tell them to just
0: overcome the emotion because the memory without the emotional charge is wisdom and that's what the soul wants like i'm done with that i'm done i got the wisdom from it i got i got all of eternity i got a long time to figure this out so i might as well create the next experience
2: And so the matrix does things in a very specific way. Number one is they want to make sure that your perception of reality is exactly what they want it to be. And so they constantly bombard you everywhere you go. Billboards, screens, noise, tastes, smells, songs, internet, phone, notifications, all that stuff. It is designed to keep you in a perpetual state of reaction so you never have the time to explore pure real authentic and free thought
0: Welcome to another season premiere of rise we've had a couple of weeks off during the holidays it took me a little while to get back in the driver's seat here this is a lot of buttons to push <laughs> but uh we have an excellent show for you today we are very excited to have you back with us and we of course are live we have live chat boards victoria over there is going to be writing you and if you have some excellent comments or things to questions to ask we will try to get him in uh we have with us today also quantum emily she's helping to co-host uh we originally weren't going to have victoria but now we do so we have four hosts which is awesome i love it and uh we also have (laughs) (laughs) we also have the traveling motivational speaker teacher manifestation and cosmic human design coach jaron kenyon how are you jaron
1: i am doing awesome happy new year everybody welcome family of light out there to this moment this congregation of higher mind and empowerment and truth and heart love as we uh rise into the new earth together we all make it happen from the inside out and we do it through family so we're welcoming you showing up and welcoming your participation and looking forward to an amazing year on this planet
0: huh yeah absolutely what an intro from darren huh and of course uh victoria my beautiful wife how are you victoria
3: great happy new year
0: yes happy new year everybody and uh quantum emily how are you darling
4: Doing great guys i am not used to be on this side of the uh I guess of the screen so to speak so i'm really excited to be putting it on my learning hat today and this be a good notes because i've taken a couple look at um john's videos and he is such a treasure so thank you so much for having me
0: yeah absolutely so yes we have an excellent guest on with us today uh, John Nolan, uh, he's over on YouTube with, and, and Rumble and Telegram. He's all over the place and uh, has amazing guests, amazing inspirational things going on. Uh, so we are very excited to bring in, uh, let me just make sure I do this right again. I haven't done this in a while, everybody. Bear with me. We're going to bring in John Nolan from so Inspired Channel. <laughs>
2: Hey, oh, everybody. You? Thank you so much for having me. It's wonderful to be here. And uh, I second what all of you said. Happy New Year. And uh it's another uh, leveling up of energies here everywhere. So uh, it's going to be an exciting time.
0: Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And when we love to bring the family of light together, as we call them. So we are bringing in another member of the family of light uh, around the world. We're all uh, kind of rising up to be the cream of the crop around the earth and just spreading our knowledge, spreading love, spreading family, you know, and, and, and just looking for peace on earth and, um, and, you know, trying to get rid of uh, some of the evil out there. So, um, John, uh, let me ask you this question first, uh, because I like to start off with a little fun question.
2: Um, what's the meaning of life to you? It's <laughs> a fun question. That's, you you start with the with the small ones, <laughs> right? With the, um, I I think it, it can be actually. I think some the really simple. I think we're here to remember who we truly are. That's the whole purpose of this journey here. And um, if we if we listen to that, you know, everybody hears that voice. You know, some people call it God, Creator. Um, the the name doesn't matter. But when you listen to that voice, you remember who you are and why you came here. And that to me is the the whole purpose and meaning of it all. And then living up to that, um, that's the whole journey. And I want to say ever since this realization really manifested in my life, and um, since I've been holding myself accountable to that, uh, I've never had a regret and I, you know, I go to bed every night feeling positive about my days and feeling positive about what's to come. And uh, I think that that is a key element of what the meaning of life is.
0: Yeah, that's excellent. Great answer. Um, I like putting people on the spot and you stepped right up and did it. You cowboyed it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, uh, we cowboy up around here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's great. I uh, I love the the
0: whole cowboy theme that you have going on, and um, you know you're down there in, in Tennessee and uh, having some fun. Um, you and your wife uh, both uh, are involved with the Inspired Channel. I saw that you did uh, some shows together on locals. Um, you're you know how are you as a unit, and you know how important is it to have a mate that's in that same mindset?
2: Oh, it's. Um... To us, it's the most important thing, because um, where it's all born from is all is inspiration. That's why it's called inspired. But I, I firmly believe that, you know, the the harmonious combination of male and female energies are um, are what's what's propelling a lot of these things forward. And I love to see another uh, husband and wife do it like yourselves. Uh, it's very, very powerful. It's not to say that it has to be that way, but for us, it works out perfectly. And we have, um, when we started working together, uh, before we had the Inspired Channel. And you know, I'm I'm an artist and songwriter, and on many levels, it was always something that in the business world, um, people kind of you know didn't really vibe with, and um, we never cared because we thought it's it's such a beautiful thing. And with the, especially with the work on Inspired. Um, it's opened up a whole new level and Christine is more behind the scenes. She does come on, like you mentioned, we're doing, we're starting a new show this year. It's called Honey Talks and we're doing it once a, once a week on locals. Um, and she's starting to enjoy being in front of the camera uh, as well, but uh, it's a whole family affair around here. Our our three children are involved as well. And um, they're not children anymore. I call them children. They're our children, but they're young adults now. And, um, it's also something that we we never really, really thought of before, but it's happening organically. And I think it kind of speaks to what we want to see in the world, right? Families coming together, working together. Um, that's the strongest unit there is, right? That's the most natural, the strongest unit there is. And the, the war on families has been going on for a very long time. So now if I look into our community, I see more and more couples and families, uh, doing this together. And, and that to me is a sign that shifts are happening. Important shifts are happening. So for us, it's, it's the most natural thing to do. And I, I couldn't imagine it any other way. Oh, that's excellent to hear.
0: Um, <clears throat> Jaren, you know, when we talk about inspired being inspired, um, how important is inspiration in life and in what you want to create in your life?
1: Well, you know, we have our I-3, I-4, really. Imagination, intuition, inspiration, and intentional manifestation. Uh, And inspiration to me is the highest out of all of them. I mean, it even goes beyond the aspect of imagination because when you're imagining, you're often imagining what you can already conceive of. You know, you already have a vision and you're working towards it with inspiration it's like this thing inside of your gut or in your heart it's downloaded or uploaded into you you know you just have this moment this moment where you can feel you might even not even be able to see you might even not even have the details or the directions or the the thought to be able to express it but you can feel it and you know it's something birthing inside of you. And that happens when you're in your passions, when you're in your purpose and then you're in, you know, a high vibration or you're around like-minded people that are causing you to be in that high vibration. And so inspiration is where we want to go as humanity. You know, we want to get into our passions. We want to be divinely inspired. And we want to f- have fresh and new thoughts, fresh and new feelings that signal us into action as we go forward. And I, I view that as, you know, from the all from the creator you know and that's and i think that there's nothing greater on earth than inspired not to brag you up john or any of that because we love the word (laughs) inspired you You don't own it (laughs) but (laughs) we do love that love that word and and honestly that's that's what rise is about first and foremost before all these other things we talk about of stories in the world or you know metaphysical um universal laws and and you know we could go on and on but i think that inspiration really sums up how human beings are designed to live in the exploration of the unknown and in the creativity creative expression and services to the world that they give through that divine inspiration absolutely and uh jaren i just
2: want to jump in here you are so uh, beautifully said everything but you're so correct we obviously don't own this word what what I will say though is the essence of this word has come to own us. That's that's as close as it gets. <laughs> wow! Look
0: at this guy. He's like a poet. <laughs> uh, Emily, um, you know, when we talk about being inspired, like you you are over there, um, you know, with the QSI uh, community, you're inspired every day to get on there to to message people. I mean, you are just bombarded with messages and everything else, you know. How important is inspiration? Why is it so inspiring to you, what you're doing? And what inspires you the most?
4: Man, um, I'm kind of just awestruck by what what Jared and John said, because it's really at the truth and the heart of being inspired. Um, And it really reminds me of a quote that one of my old mentors had said a long time ago. And he said, if you do what you love, then you actually never work a day in your whole life. And so when I learned that, um, God, this is probably like over a decade ago, I thought I've got to really build my future in the way that inspires me so that I don't feel that it's work. I do feel that it's I'm hanging out with my friends. I'm having fun. And that's why I love to do it every single day. And I actually don't really want to stop. I get yelled at all the time for being um, a workaholic. But to me, it's not workaholic. I'm just hanging out and having fun and and doing what I love to do. So um, it's it's absolutely the core of it. And it gets really interesting because one thing that we do really differently with QSI versus um, some of like the older Q Intel channels is it's not really just about, you know, like what kind of intel can i produce, but it's really what kind of talents can we find from the entire community and how can we use QSI to give them a platform so they can shine as well. So every single person inspires me every day and hopefully i can help to inspire others and then collectively we all grow together.
0: Yeah, great stuff. And uh, finally Victoria, <laughs> Besides your husband, what inspires you in life? Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I know you
1: love being a mother. That's number one. I
3: was going to say my children. Um,
1: Greg has a healthy ego, everyone, by the way. (laughs) Let me just throw that in there. Is that healthy, though? It's capital (laughs) E-G-O.
3: Oh, it's not all capital. Just the E. Got it. Um, Yeah. Inspiration aside from my husband. Yeah. my, like I said, motherhood, my children, uh, definitely motivation to always do better in life and to um, continue growing every day. Um,
0: and and I'm, you seem you seem to like to red pill the world with Facebook and different things. So that yeah, get you in trouble. But you keep I keep doing. I,
3: I know I'm always getting into trouble and officially deleted on Facebook. Um, but. Yeah, I love inspiring others. I love educating others um, and just constantly trying to awaken the stubborn people who are so stuck in (laughs) the way they think things should be and just throwing things out there to open up other minds um, and hoping I get to at least one person a day if I'm lucky. Um, But yeah, just, I don't know, education. Educating people.
0: Jean, uh <laughs> you know, when we talk about, you know, the, the, the evil of the world and the things you want to let people know and you want to red pill people, but at the same time you want to keep in the positive and you want to be inspiring yeah. and you want – how do you balance that out? How do you figure out what is the, the good balance? I know we try to do that on our show. It sometimes gets tough to, like, figure out, all right, which direction do we go here, how much bad news versus – you know, inspiring stuff and empowering stuff for people. Right. Like, how do you balance that out with Inspired Channel?
2: That's a super important question for us. And I think um, and this is also something that's recently, I want to say in the last years really just begun to happen that the people that at the same time are bringing out some of the very, um, you know, dark truths are also, at the same time, desiring to inspire others. It didn't used to be that way. Those were two separate groups of people. Now they're merging, which I think is very positive. And that's kind of been part of our huge inspiration. But I, I want to say that it begins with my own energy and vibration, right? And all of ours. So it, I always say, if you are out of balance, if you're out of whack, don't go into these harsh topics. Don't go into these things because all you're gonna do is you're gonna drag yourself further down and you're gonna drag the viewers down because they feel your energy more than your words. The words are one thing, they transport something important, but it's really for me before I go on, before I decide we, we decide on a topic, before we do that, it's the energy. And and if you are if you shine your light and you walk into a dark room, right, then you're gonna illuminate the room. And then what you show has a different effect than, you know, if you dim your light and you walk into that dark room, you're just going to merge with it and people are going to feel it. And so I think it's the, the biggest part of it is um, your inner state and, you know, how, what do you do for that? You know, how do you, how do you take care of it? And then how you then come on camera and present these things. I mean, we just recent, recently started a few days ago, the inspired newsroom. a new channel and the nature of today's news you could say is negative but i think depending on how i present it and how i connect the dots and what you know um how i move it forward the viewer either steps away feeling um you know a darker energy or feeling a higher energy and uh to us this balance is hugely important ultimately we want to the the deepest desire is to manifest the vision of a completely new and I always say original way of life, right? Um, How we were actually designed and meant to live here. But at the same time, if people are not aware of the many deceptions and lies and atrocities that have happened over such a long period of time, they can't distinguish and they don't see the necessity. And I think this is what is happening. This has been for the last three years, this has been the greatest gift among all the horrible things that have happened, the greatest gift of clarity, people see, no, this is not it. This is not it. This is lies, deception. And um, as much as I would have loved to have moved on to simply showing a positive, more inspiring future, whenever we tried this in the past and um, ignored all all that's happening in the world, there was a disconnect and people felt it. So this balance to us has become key, like you put it. And um, it really begins with, for us with meditation, prayer, introspection, and a deep connection to our creator. That's what allows us to stay balanced. And it doesn't work all the time. I'll be honest. Mm. I'm a human being. I see things sometimes that are so shocking and horrible. And even though I know they're there, but then when they come close to home or it's someone around me, naturally, I react like a human being. I'm shocked, I'm saddened, I'm all these things. But I have the tools and I know how to rebalance myself. And that is the most important thing. And I encourage everyone to make that the centerpiece because with your balance, you actually shift things. That's when your light shines and that's when you illuminate these dark places and that's where transformation happens.
0: Wow, fantastic. Yeah, balance is um, certainly a huge one. And we talk about that a lot here. Uh, you know, because you can, if you, you are a multi-dimensional being and, and if you are in balance in any of those categories, you are going to overcompensate in other categories. And then you're going to end up burning out systems. You're going to end up, you know, thinking the wrong kind of thoughts. You're going to be in depression. You're going to be in all these type of things. It's being a human being is a very delicate balance and, uh, there's a lot to it. And, uh, we have to be careful in, Getting too far down in certain areas, and uh, that's why we do our co-manifestation meditations every week to really kind of get, get us back into great spirits. Uh, really have a great focus on where we want to go with the new earth and the way we should be living as human beings, um, and and you know community and loving one another, and you know almost like a tribal way again. You know that just amazing way of raising each other in a community, and uh, that's really what we we look forward to in the future here. All that stuff.
1: Go ahead, Jaron. Yeah, I just want to say an inspired thought that comes to me is uh for all you healers and teachers and presenters out there, you know, and as a way of life for yourself, um, what comes to me is the importance of every moment is new, right? And so we want to have a perception of positivity to begin with, with all of our new moments. Just like when we wake up in the in the morning, we want to it's a brand new day, the world is amazing. It's filled with love. I'm filled with love. The people around me are filled with love. And you know, you almost want to walk into your day and pretend you don't know the people that you're meeting because what happens is karmically, we, we have these limitations and projections of our view of the identity of who people and our life is around us. And it kind of causes us to become um, more dense and limited than we need to be. So in overall experience, it's how can I show up as a positive and, and as a ball of light so to speak, with with a high perspective, a high intention in the moment at the beginning. And then if the experience gets into a little negativity, then you embrace it. You accept it. You don't deny it. You walk through it. You walk through what the challenges or the differences. The contrast is beautiful to bring clarity to our ascension, our evolution, and our manifestation. So we don't want to deny those things. And then maybe if you can end, let's say you're ending a segment of time on a positive, that's the that's the answer. To me, it's almost like a sandwich. You start positive, mm-hmm. you go into the negative, and then you may end positive. And so I say that out there, not in just, you know, your life experience, something that, you know, I aim and work on to be in, you know, but also, you know, your presentation to the world, you know, and as what we're doing, as we're reaching more and more people, and speaking to others is, you know, you want to start with your light, because that's what you really are. You know, you want to start with the, the universe, the cosmos is this amazing field of experience. It's a loving uni- loving um, universe. It's a loving God. You're a loving being. You start there, go into this stuff, but then end with this stuff. See, you can sell things, you can get things going by provoking negativity, you know, and kind of throw things out there. But I think in the long run, what we want to do is, um, you know, end begin and end in what we really are and be able to walk through like you say greg the uncomfortable truth in the middle you know we walk through that uncomfortable truth so we can gain clarity we can gain healing we can gain catalysts of different synergistic almost enzymes of manifestation and of life experiences to be able to make to make better so start and end with your positive and see if you can wake up every day as a new being and see if you can walk into every moment with those people you know the most from a fresh perspective before you just jump into the trenches.
0: Yeah. And, and unfortunately uh, as human beings, we do have to walk through some uncomfortable truth to get to some expansion and stuff. So it is a, it is a difficult path sometimes um, to, to look at that stuff. But um, it, you know, it's, it, it's a great praise to all those out there that are doing that, that are doing the hard work to get to uh, expansion and get to the ascension of what they need to be as a, As a spiritual being, having a human experience, so amazing stuff. All right, we're going to do our intros real quick, and then uh, we'll get into uh, a little bit about Jean's uh, music career. I want to hear a little bit about that first, and then we'll get into some other juicier topics. Uh, We only got them for a little bit over an hour, so uh, we're going to do that in the first segment, and then we'll do our... We have four segments in the second half, so stay tuned for that, too, uh, with Emily doing a segment as well. So lots of fun stuff ahead. All right, let me grab my music. All right, welcome to Rise, the next evolution, free speech, united, not divided, question everything, breaking the mold, pushing evolution, galactic conspiracy theorist empowerment show. Our goal is to reach the ultimate human potential in all areas, making a balanced and strong spiritual warrior, and to continue to awaken humanity to the remembrance of who we truly are, the alien alphas of Earth. Victoria Schumacher, my beautiful wife over there, she's a manifesting generator in the cosmic human design system. She's an active nurse for over 12 years. She's a wife, mother, warrior, and social butterfly. She's a believer in being authentic and raw. She is uh, led two human trafficking awareness events, along with a vaccine awareness page, freedom rallies, trucker rallies, and much more. Uses of social media uh, as a gateway to help t- spread the truth, but usually end up suspended or in Zuckerberg's uh, most wanted list. Uh, Victoria's ultimate goal is to live in a world where evil meets God's warriors and is brought to justice as we, as we move into the new Earth and 5D consciousness. Jaren Kenyon, a manifesting generator in the Cosmic Human Design System. He's a traveling motivational speaker, teacher manifestation, and believes human design is the future Internet of human beings. Jaren studied from and pilgrims to India with guru Dr. Palai, becoming a life mastery coach, learning from several of the speakers from the book and movie The Secret, and has practiced for over 10 years with some of the world leaders in human design. He holds strong wisdom in quantum physics and Nikola Tesla mathematics. His destiny is to inspire billions of people to believe in and achieve their dreams. You can work with Jaren one on one. Go to Linktree slash
1: rise.tv. Go ahead, Jaren. All right. Greg Schumacher, director of Rise, running the ship for us all as a projector in the cosmic human design system. For those of you who might be noticing that have heard of human design, we're calling it Cosmic Human Design because it is using true sidereal astrology with the 13 signs, the accurate constellation sizes, and the correct positioning of God's universe if you took a telescope out and took a look. So it's super important to understand your true cosmic design, not the matrix tropical astrology that the world has been subject to. So check it out at CosmicHumanDesign.com greg is a projector in that system author media specialist health advocate and expansion of consciousness teacher he's a truth seeker speak speaker and spiritual influencer and he is trained under gurus and mentors themselves in alchemy quantum rewiring right movement breathing meditation he believes we must walk through the uncomfortable truth to get to the core of our success channels which is absolutely the case in our genetic ascension as we progress to more and more light in our being, to walk through those and embrace those shadows and push them to light, not fight or flight and avoid them, everybody. Um, His ultimate goal is to unite humanity through better choices in health and wellness, along with media that will enlighten people on a worldwide scale to peace and prosperity. And you can hire Greg as your media wizard, which he is, for all your digital needs, websites, logos, intros, clips, advertising, Build your own podcast show and more. Family of Light out there. Avengers Uniting. Reach out if you're interested in getting yourself brought out in greater light. And you can find them on RiseMediaTV.com.
0: All right. Thank you, Jaren. Of course, we have Quantum Emily with us. She's over on Quantum Stellar Initiative. That's over on Telegram. She has a big following over there, does amazing intel, uh, and does a lot of stuff with um, cryptocurrency or digital assets whatever you want to call them and uh, just always on the uh, on top of things with lots of great information uh, we also do <clears throat> meditation co-manifestation shows with her on Wednesday nights that is going that is on uh, Rise of Evolution this channel on Rumble or on her Quantum Stellar Initiative Telegram channel you every know, Wednesday show
1: up everybody That's it's amazing, amazing. We love if it. you
0: want to go to our locals we have locals as well so is Jean, uh, and we are doing uh, Ten Times Manifestation over there. So go check that out if you're interested. Next week we have Sasha Stone, and then the week after that, guess who we have Frank Jacob. Oh, look at that, your old buddy there, Jean. Well, how many shows? 16, 17 shows with him.
2: I think 16. I think we we wrapped it up at 16 at the end of the year. Uh, that was a good <laughs> a good year with Frank Jacob on the Inspire Channel, definitely. Yeah. You, oh, my God. He, he has quite the
0: uh, uh, head on him. Man, the things he comes up with. Amazing stuff. Uh, of course, um, Jean is a songwriter, artist, inspirational speaker. Jean finds his purpose in inspiring others, as you've seen here. Um, you can go to JeanNolan.com. Let me click that and get that up. Let's see how that looks on on the screen. Well, kind of (laughs) there. You can go (laughs) to his website and check him out. (laughs) Yeah, kind of there. And then uh, I didn't crop it in quite right. And then uh, you also have a bio. Well, let's see. No, we're off here. Let me Grab hold of it. And you have all kinds of links here. So in the link description below in the rumble, um, you can find all those links. I just want to bring it over real quick. Sorry about that. Everything's always cropping here. No worries.
2: Just come find me wherever you feel inspired <laughs> to find us. There you, there you
0: go. Yes. Oh, wow. Look at all this stuff.
2: You guys are busy. <laughs> and 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 I think half of the links aren't even in there, or we keep updating wow. them. But okay. yeah. Okay. We... <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, hey, listen. You're doing great stuff out there. Uh, go check out all the stuff they're doing, and especially on YouTube. So let's talk a little bit about your uh music career here so you um started off as a country singer and then got into freedom talking what what happened here
2: (laughs) (laughs) well you know the the when the legend is told it's it's always told the way people see it appear but actually the story is always different so I've, i've been on i've been in music Um, in sports and very early on in I want to, I mean if you want to call it activism, call it activism, whatever the word is but those are kind of philosophy if you will always my my three areas and so music has been with me I started writing songs when I was 14 and um, I've been on stage pretty much all my life and uh, it was kind of a natural thing for me to go into country music because it's storytelling music that's what I love about it Um, it's actually, you know, if you do it right, it's a three minute movie, yeah, and you sit there and you see a whole story. and that's what I love about it, right? Because it has the power and and it's been used for negative things. Don't get me wrong, but it has the power uh, that I think art was actually meant to have. It has the power to create a vision that does something to people, right. So um that's where my love for this genre comes from and and um, I can't imagine doing anything else. And um, very early on, you know, pretty much, I I don't think I've ever been properly programmed into the matrix. I don't think it has worked. (laughs) I remember as a kid questioning constantly things. I think my parents were, you know, starting with elementary school, my parents would call to school a lot, not because I was doing bad things. They were mainly called in because uh, teachers told them that I was asking uh, wrong questions. (laughs) and um thankfully I I, you know my dad was usually the one doing the talk and he just said well you know how come that a seven eight year old you know can um kind of put you in a checkmate position with a few questions you know maybe you don't have your stuff down and (laughs) and so I I, you know I, I think that kind of encouraged me to keep doing what I was doing and of course it turned into rebellion in my teens naturally and um and, and then very soon for me, it was, okay, how can I positively contribute? That's always been a big thing for me. And now it, it's all beginning to merge the music, the writing, the, you know, our other work, how, you know, that's what I wanted it to do anyways. And uh, ultimately it's all one, ultimately it's all one expression of, you know, truly what I'm inspired to do. And um, it comes through music, it comes through writing, it comes through the videos and a lot of other things that are not public. Um but music to me it's, it's as natural as breathing and I, you know I'll continue to do that
0: for sure. That's beautiful. Yeah, um my wife got me into country music. I wasn't into country music and then she took me out to a bunch of bands and then all of a sudden I started to get used to the songs and like oh, okay there's some good stuff now.
2: Yeah. There <laughs> so, you go. Yeah, I, there like, you go. I like eventually everybody finds their way there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I
0: like. I really do like that that uh, that amazing song there. Uh, Keep America great. What a, what a great one! I want to see Donald Trump come out to that song. That would be, that'd be excellent.
2: Well, you know, we um when we first when I first wrote it and we we had a demo, um, uh, we sent it out to a bunch of people that in in the political arena that we liked and and um, and so we got positive reactions. I think they're pretty married to Lee Greenwood. And what you know, the um, his yeah. song has been around for a very long time. Obviously, everybody knows it, so um, it's it's fine. It, I was just happy that it resonated with a lot of people and that it touched their hearts. That's all that I ever want to do, that's all that my music is ever supposed to do. And then it did that, so
0: yeah, great stuff. Um, yeah, music is uh, something that can be so soul lifting and just vibrational levels we have a formula called m3 which is music movement and mantra in order to get yourself like really you know in a great zone vortex so music is definitely something huge to us that we've always talked about uh jaron you're you're a, a fan of the guitar and uh you you like your music you've done some dancing in your days
1: <laughs> oh god you're bringing up memories huh Yeah. Yeah. I've done some dancing. The Freak (laughs) Nasties, everybody. How's that for a title? The Freak Nasties. We were a dance group. But no, mostly I'm a musician. I'm a guitar player. And uh, absolutely, I think music is the heart of it. I mean, the universe means one song, right? So, and, uh, you know, music, music can touch your spirit right away, you know, and, and there's nothing easier, nothing easier to me than music to be able to completely change your, your current vibration and your perspective. And, you know, it's a great gift. It's a great gift. And especially once you get into it as a musician, it's wonderful to be able to, you know, create new music and to be able to participate in it. And I think that it's something that's really good for the left and right brain. You know, there are other things, it's not only music, of course, you know, even sports where you want to merge the left and right brain, you know, and get yourself really experiencing what it's like to be technology from the inside out instead of just kind of, you know, looking at it, everybody out there, just looking at it and listening. It's like get involved. And I think learning an instrument is one of the greatest ways to open up new neural pathways in the brain and find um, creative aspects to yourself you might not know you have. Yeah, definitely being creative is is something that's um,
0: so important for a human being to find your creative tools that really bring out the the God, the spirit in you that just goes on paper or goes into music or goes into sports or goes into whatever you're doing, uh, it's so important. Uh, Emily, uh, you have some comments for everything you've heard so far and uh, maybe wanna add, add a little extra?
4: Um, yeah, sure, so I guess I'll kind of go back to right before you guys did the intro cause that really, um, it really kind of like hit the core of it. And um, Jared, you know, he, you mentioned earlier, like, this whole sandwiching with the goods and the bads and everything. And it reminded me that one thing that we're doing really differently as truthers is we're on the side of good. And what's really special about that is because we already know the White Hats have won. We know we're watching a movie. We know the White Hats are in control. So we know there already is a light at the end of the tunnel. And that's something that's so different from when you're just trying to... Um, You know, in in a normal situation when you're trying to create a solution to a problem, you don't really know how it's going to end. But in this case, we do know what the playbook is going to be. And so no matter how bad that truth may sound or how dismal the situation may seem, it's actually not real. Most of it is fake. Most of it is disinformation, misinformation, psychological warfare. And if you can see through all that, you know, see through the strategies that both the White Hats and the Black Hats are using, then you'll know that no matter how bad it is, it's all just for show. So I've had so many decodes where, um, you know, take the Russian military, like the Russian war against Ukraine, as an example. And it might look like, you know, so-and-so is bombing this or, um, you know, people are dying. But when you actually look at the real information, not just what's written, but like you, you go ahead and you decode the, the pictures, the videos, um, the satellite you know, analysis, you'll find that it's actually false. <laughs> And they they really are using actors, just like, you know, all the crisis actors from everything before as well. And I've actually had a lot of chats with the Russian military where I'm like, ha ha, caught you guys in another one. Um, And they laugh because they know that I can see through their psychological warfare. And so you'll either wake up to it eventually or you can see through it now and you can just chuckle along knowing, guys, again, that the White Hats are in control. You're just watching a movie. And whatever you think is bad really actually isn't that bad at all.
0: Yeah. And sometimes we see um, videos of, of things they've put up and then it shows like from seven years ago, this is the video they're showing you from a different country, but this is what they're showing you in the movie that uh, is going on. Yep. Uh, Jean, I mean, what do, you, what do you think about all this that's going on in the world right now? Um, it, it's kind of playing out in this, this kind of comical way at times with this biden character with uh this house speaker bullshit all this stuff going on a lot of distractions to things i mean what's your thoughts on all this stuff and uh where do you think it's going here
2: well you know ultimately i have in in my life in our work ultimately i've come to realize it's, it's only about one thing and um that's truth right so we 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 are we tend to look at things as good or bad and right or wrong. And of course we do it because we when we lead with our heart, that's how we feel. But the truth is in and of itself is not good or bad. It's just the truth. Our interpretation makes it different, right? And I've I've come to realize that nothing matters more than the truth. And if you resonate with that, then you know, if if you yourself are truthful to yourself, with yourself, and with the people around you that's a level of authenticity that you vibrate at and then you look into the world and you pretty much feel authentic or not truth or lie you know real or fake I mean it's it becomes it's bec- it becomes almost a game where you observe a situation and you immediately feel something's very off this isn't authentic or you feel oh yeah this is real and and I think that is ultimately the name of the game but what i see unfolding in the world today um and and why i you know and and emily you know absolutely no disrespect to the perspective you just presented i think it's you know uh, it's beautiful but why i don't like um to put that perspective out there is because it a lot of times puts people in a state of You know passiveness and they 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 stay passive because they say hey it's cool somebody's taking care of this i don't need to do anything and uh our intention is all about empowering people to take charge in their own lives and say hey i'm responsible not just for my you know for for my finances not just for you know paying off whatever i'm responsible for my well-being i'm responsible for my health i'm responsible for my spiritual well-being but I'm also responsible for improving the space around me, for beautifying this beautiful earth, for bringing truth and authenticity and for improving my community. And I think we truly will have won when that becomes the dominant intention and vibration of a majority of people. That's what winning to me means, is when people step into a space of personal responsibility, Unlimited, one hundred percent, no more excuses, right? So we become conscious, positive co-creators again, and and so I, I look at it a little bit differently. And yes, there's obviously a show playing out, you know, uh, but I don't think it's something new. I think there's there's been a show playing in front of us for a very very long time. We just weren't aware right. that it is a show, and it's been orchestrated for two reasons depending on how you look at it the one side will say it's been orchestrated to control people the other side says it's been orchestrated to wake people up and both is true we are the ones who choose what it means to us and um i you know i don't i don't trust believe or think there's a group of people or a, a saving force out there that will take care of things for me i don't I, I don't think it's their job either. I think everybody's doing what they're supposed to do and what their purpose is. And yes, there are. Don't get me wrong. There are great people in all positions, hidden, infiltrating, behind the scenes. Yes, absolutely. But they're not responsible for my life or your life. They're doing what they feel inspired to do. But we have to step into our true power and take charge in our own lives. And if we do that, if everyone does that, it's game over for anything that tries to control us and it's game on for real positive co-creation. So ultimately that is the message um, that it's more important to us than, um, that's just us. And as I said, that's our inspiration um, than always decoding everything correctly. But I do appreciate that we all bring different pieces to the puzzle and ultimately it creates a picture.
4: Yeah, I, I actually love that you said that. And I think we're really, really on the same page on that. So in my channel, we actually only believe in self responsibility as well. And one of the greatest things about, um, you know, decoding what the truth is, is where like, I, I really hope we actually have the chance to, to chat more after this, because I think you'll love what we're working on. And I can't wait to learn more about what you guys are working on as well. But when we decode what the truth is and we know what the end goal is, there's nobody in QSI that sits on their laurels. We're actually part of the team that's beta testing the QFS, for one. And so we teach everybody, new people, veterans alike, to go do what you can, take self-responsibility. That word is, is kind of like a big buzzword for our channel as well. Learn what you need to do because if you know the movie, how it plays out, you know, how you've already won. All it really means is from today until the day of the flip, right, the event, it's one day more that you can learn more information for yourself and help somebody else more importantly. And two, most of us, I think probably 100% of the channel um, are either going to be humanitarian, like in terms of creating a project, or they're going to be angel investors for humanitarians. Um, And so, we also have, you know, tons of resources. We created a lot of videos, a lot of tutorials on how to get started on that. So it's kind of like don't just sit here and wait for the white hats to change everything. We already know it's gonna happen. So take this time, do the pre-work, get organized, start teaching other people, and start getting your game plan together for your projects moving forward. So that way I mean, like this is the best time because once the flip happens you're going to have that money flow in. You're going to want to start in your project. And if you haven't done pre-work now to get to where you want to go, you're just going to be more months or more years behind. So take that opportunity now.
0: Yeah, we love empowering people for sure here. And, and, and we've talked about that, Jaren, a lot uh, about uh, self-responsibility, not waiting for that hero to come along. Um, you're the hero in your own life. And to step up, and start becoming that hero for yourself. Um, and you know, it's funny, I don't know if you've noticed this, Jean, but when, um, when you start to really take self-responsibility, you start to kind of change a little bit, metamorphosize, uh, do the things that you feel should be done, you have a lot of, I wanna call it the matrix, being alerted, and you have a lot of people and things distracting you. We call it the law of distraction here. And it's trying to do everything it can to prevent you from growing and expanding beyond their control. Have you noticed that in your life?
2: Absolutely, and I, I mean, I, I will say that this this period happened <clears throat> to us and to me before, right before we really stepped in, stepped up to the plate, and really started going outward with this work. And that was, gosh, at least fifteen years ago. Um, we had a series of events in our lives that were absolutely inexplicable. Um, everything from um, I was wrongly accused of you know having robbed the bank. Oh my uh, God. Uh, uh, arson arson a- at our house, um, like everything like they threw everything at us and we knew it was a, if you will, interdimensional force. Uh, we knew that we felt it it was like here because our intentions were already in the field you know for for people who understand how this works you know we didn't do we have we hadn't done it yet but it was already projected to be done and once that intention and projection is out there if you know how to tap into it of course you can support it counter it anything you want and boy they threw everything at us Uh, we went through a couple of years where literally all we did was Uh, fight off stuff and survive right and uh, but in the midst of it all there was a shift moment that my wife and I had and I remember it clear as day it was many years ago but um, we were in a very very tough situation and we couldn't even speak to each other we had to communicate telepathically and within a few moments uh, we had reminded each other of this tremendous power that we all hold And we made it out of that situation where we shouldn't have. We shouldn't have made it out. There's no logical reason why, but we made it out. We turned the tables and and really started going outward. It's not that it was all hunky-dory afterwards and all easy and, and unicorns and rainbows, but it felt like we had overcome these distractions and these efforts to stop us from doing what we were meant to do. And that's bound, I mean, now, all these years later, when I observe it in other people's lives, it seems to happen quicker, faster, um, and, you know, everything is faster now, And but it doesn't mean it's easier. Um, but I, you know, I would encourage people that when these difficulties come, to really stand strong, you know, be like the buffalo, walk into the storm, face it, walk through it, uh, and, and you'll, you'll be out of there pretty quick. And then, you know, you're it's like a newfound freedom. There's nothing. There is nothing at this point that can stop this energy. There is nothing that can stop this. There is literally nothing that can stop this. But you have to really feel that inside. You have to feel it on a level that is beyond the mental exercises, that is beyond thinking. It's a deep knowing, a deep feeling. Um, And yes, these distractions are real, these attempts are real, uh, and, and they will throw everything at you until you lose all fear, because that's the only way you can be controlled. When you lose all fear, when you overcome this, when you step through it, walk through it, step into your true power, there is nothing they can do, because that's the only way you can be controlled is through fear. And when you step into love, it's game over for any force that tries to stop you.
0: Beautiful. Sharon,
2: you want to react? Greg, if, oh, go if ahead. I yeah.
4: can add to that, yeah. so I'm chuckling because, like, I feel like you know when when you're in Facebook jail or you know Twitter, YouTube, whatever jail, that was so that was so passe. That was so 2020 when all of the all of the algorithms started. I feel like as truthers, it's almost like version 2.0 is if the deep state has tried to take you down. So going way beyond just algorithms now. Man, John, I really resonated with what you said, because all last year, well, not all, before about eight months last year, um, we have gone through the deep state, the Kazarian Mafia, the Illuminati, um, the Kabbalists. They have been trying to sabotage us, discredit us. We've had um, a lot of defamation cases getting started, a lot of character assassination. And I personally received a lot of death threats as well. So it's kind of like when you're on the right path, you're going to get hit with this because they really are trying to stop you and they're going full force to try to distract you, take people off course, Um, not just you, but people who are, you know, learning about you, trying to figure out who do I listen to? And that's why white hats always say discernment is necessary because people have to sit through and, you know, kind of wade through all the BS and figure out who's actually, you know, speaking the truth. And who's just there for misinformation, disinformation campaigns. Um, So if you guys just keep doing what you're doing and you're getting attacked like that, know you're on the right path because the black hats are trying to do everything they can. But like John said, nothing can stop what's happening. So just keep doing what you're doing and all will end well.
0: Yeah, empower, empower. Jaron, you want to react?
1: Yeah, I just want to say that both you, you know, Emily and John, I didn't get, even get a chance to say hello much to John. We just jumped into the show and it's nice to meet you, man. You two are seriously some of the, you know, people I respect most on this planet. Both of you, you know, both of you, really, with what you're doing, the message Thank you're bringing you. out. Yeah, <laughs> totally. We're It's an honor to have you on. It's an honor to meet you. And it's an honor to have Emily on alongside on this show with the three of us at Rise. Truly. I just want to say that first and foremost. And just um, just to piggyback off of uh, what Emily said last, it's um, you know, all of life is a game inevitably, and we we've talked about this this aspect that there is this divine quantum God field behind any matrix. So there may be limitations that step into the way, but when you know who you really are, you know what you're connected to, and you feel it. And you continue to walk as who you are authentically this is the key to walk authentically make the mistakes that's cool that's great fail your way to success that's some of the greatest teachers on the earth have said that but be yourself the more you're your true authentic organic true self this eternal being that can never be destroyed this eternal being that will live forever this eternal being that has infinite capability as you become more and more of yourself as the light is awaking in us more and more as we're starting to embody more and more of our true selves nothing can stop so when you see things that stop that get in your way it's like you laugh at it you don't blame it you don't become a victim to it you see how you can grow how you can maneuver around it and how you can walk through it i don't care if it's a if it's a karmic relationship with a mistake with a partner or i don't care if it's a You know, something on, you know, getting shut down on an algorithm online and you can blame, you know, the bad side and all this stuff. You just you just keep going. And that's what we at Rise did. I mean, it was a joke. Like we finally went up a couple thousand people in a week three years ago and then they just destroyed us. And I laughed and we laughed and we just said, well, this is practice. We're going to keep going. New platforms will come. Everything will happen within the quantum reality, not the linear. Just keep going. And why would they take down people that had like no followers? It was a joke to me. It was like, well, why? Because of what we're speaking, because of what we're sharing, because of what we're doing. Why are other people allowed to be that way and we weren't? Well, something must be right. So I look at it as like a gift. It's like, all right. Okay. So you care about little us? Well... Keep going and watch what will happen a few years from now. And that's the same thing if we can prophesize ahead two, three, four years from now where the family of light will be, you know, where we will be and where you will be as you step into your dreams. So, last I'll just say, the thing is, to me, it's following your dream is everything. That's the key. It's not the earth is saved. That can be included in your dream but it's following your own imprint following your own ascension and being able to walk through it without any victimization because that is the aside from fear victimization is the aspect that holds us that holds us back you have the power inside out you have the power of anything beyond anything in that field that can in your movie that can take you down And start to view the enemy as an ally, because what is it causing me to reintegrate? Is it causing me to improve my faith more? Is it causing me to improve my empowerment more? Do I need to get clear on the direction I need to go? Or am I being lazy and I'm not, you know, or am I thinking too logically? All these things are there to help us. And someday we're going to just laugh, quote unquote, in the end and say, wow, look at that game that we played. And I'm so proud that we got to where we are. And now what are we doing next? And we'll be in the, you know, the fun of the new earth, which I hope people are having now. You know, enjoying it while you're going through the ride.
2: <clears throat>
1: yeah, for sure.
0: Um, to Nashville, I believe in. I think it's the twentieth of January. They're having another Truth Tour, I
2: believe. Are do you know anything about that? Are you going to be involved in that, Jean? Um, just behind the scenes, the the real. I think you're talking about the Reawaken America. Tour? That's what it is. Yep. Yep. Yeah. To the Clay Clark thing and General Flynn yeah they're coming to Nashville and um, a bunch of our friends are speaking so we're gonna be there uh, support listen watch learn all the beautiful things um and I'm 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 actually excited that all of these things are happening and they are speaking to people on different levels and to different people and this is a, the beautiful thing of this time is ultimately I believe most of us are, united in a vision, um, and it's it's becoming more co- more coherent, you know, as we move forward. But um, this, I think it's more a, um, the, the Reawaken America tour is definitely a lot on the practical side, political side, getting involved, all these important steps that I think, um, I always say this, you know, I always call them spiritual patriots. We need spiritual patriots in all aspects of our, uh, you know, collective existence together and and people for the longest times in a spiritual community have neglected politics completely they just discounted it and said hey you know it's a corrupt thing it's a bad business it's bad juju i don't want to go there and i think well what we're experiencing and have been experiencing is a result of that it's been left to uh, the the field of a field you know to a group of very low vibrational beings that went into politics and now people are stepping up and they're, you know, they're, they're, they're bringing this beautiful energy into the school boards. They're bringing it into, I don't know, you know, election integrity pr- projects. they are bringing it to governors and mayors and all that. So um, I, I like that, that it's happening and, and, you know, we're, we're going to be there in support and here in Nashville.
0: That's excellent. That's a lot of fun to see everybody together and, you know, just be able to to network and to see what, everybody's talking about and that's that's amazing stuff there. Um yeah, even in you know, it's a grassroots movement. This is what's going on. We are taking back over the planet basically. We're saying no. We're 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 going to be in charge now, the people. And so we have a lot of great local uh people in 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 our area that are great in politics and they're and they're getting in there and they're getting their their sleeves rolled up and they're doing the the great stuff and um <clears throat> one of the people is uh Sally Hogan And she ended up actually on the Steve Bannon show. Uh, So, you know, they're making enough impact that little old uh, uh, Albany, uh, New York, is actually on national, you know, uh, rumble here and and talking about the political uh, um, things that are going on here. So it's really amazing to watch the grassroots movement and to see all of us stepping up in our own way, and, and me and Jaron love to call them the Avengers coming together, right? We all have different skills, we all have different uh, backgrounds, we all have different ways. We've been traumatized, and now we're here. We're here, and we're, we're we're putting on our hero suit and doing the best we can to really inspire those around us, to awaken people, to help those who are trying to awaken. Uh, you know. Move them along and to, to give them something to uh, to watch, to give them something to listen to, to give them something to read, whatever it might be, whatever your impact is. Music, you know, that's really what we're doing here. And it's so amazing to, uh, to have even this group of people together here on the screen. And uh, we all have different skills and different ways of, of going about it, but we're all on the same mission. And uh, it's just amazing. The mission of truth, I guess you could call it. Uh, Jaron, anything to add there?
1: Oh, yeah. Well, the mission, the mission of passion and the mission of truth, just to, to say truth, but also passion. What's your heart sing with go after it. Yeah, for sure. And, um,
0: uh, you know, we're getting, we're around 11 o'clock here. Uh, John, what do you think? Another, uh, few more minutes or what do you got for A-
2: us? Absolutely. All right. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, he's enjoying himself. See,
4: <laughs>
2: hey, it's, how do you not our it. show? <laughs> I t- you know I I, t- I had no idea you guys are doing a two hour show, and I was you know I'm I'm very transparent here. Uh, we try to keep Sunday kind of as a little bit of a family day, and so um, that was the reason. But I, I, yes, I am enjoying it, and I'm you know I'm honored to be among all of you and and get to know you a little bit and meet you and appreciate your work and what you put out into the field every day.
0: Yeah, we really, really, really do appreciate what you're doing. And um, we, we're glad to have come together and to meet another person that we can co-create with that, you know, future things, you know, might, you know, we don't know what the future brings. It could be amazing uh, collaborations of things, you know, so that's why we love to to meet meet you guys out there that are doing this kind of work and uh, and are, you know, again, we all have our our niche audiences right that that love us for whatever reason you know like they could go on to and watch three other different shows but they watch ours and it's just amazing to see that and forever whatever reason uh they connect greatly with what how we bring how we present it and uh so it's just it's a lot of fun to to watch that and uh you know we got hooked up with emily over on telegram and uh that was an amazing thing for us because she was dealing in in the financial uh, realm. And when I caught one of her shows on Telegram, um, they were talking about spirituality and energy around money. And I was like, whoa, that's different. You don't hear that too often. And I was just so enthralled by um, putting those two together and showing how you can put great spirit into abundance, into money, and to understanding how it affects you and your traumas that you have around, uh, built around uh, lack of and those type of things. So there's so much that goes into each subject that we can can go into, built around the programming of the matrix. So you know, in the beginning, uh, we showed a clip of you talking about the matrix and how it controls you and how it limits you and how it makes you feel like. Every time you start getting ahead, they put you behind again, right? They just, they, they put the banana peel underneath you and that's just the way they love to do that. And, uh, you know, me and my wife were talking about finances the other day and how every time you go to do something, you see that they charged you this, or they did that. And it takes you an hour and a half on the phone to figure out, to finally find somebody. They can't give you the right answer. You got to call back the next day, you know? So there's so much stuff that they've done to us to make our lives harder and more stressful, and um, feel like you're always behind. And that's the way they like you because we're so powerful. We have so much power in us. And if they let us go, if they let us be free and do our thing, we would just transform the world probably overnight pretty quickly. Uh, what's your thoughts about the, the what you were talking about with the matrix and the power that we possess, Sean? Well, you put
2: it you put it beautifully, and you said they want to keep us behind the the eight ball constantly, right? So you are struggling, surviving, fighting, right? That's the that's the key because then you don't have time for free, for free thought. You don't have time to have that spiritual connection. You don't have time to consciously co create. And it was actually I forgot who said it, but it was years and years ago when the Bilderberg meetings really became, um, you know public knowledge. You know, I remember Alex Jones, they would go to all the meetings and occupy them. And it, it leaked that one of the um, high profile participants in the Bilderberg meeting said, how do these people afford to be here during the week, and stand out there and film us? You know, how do they afford that? How, do, how, 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 how is that possible? They should be working and trying to make ends meet. And that that was a shift moment in perception for a lot of people. Right. So, um, quickly just on that topic, I think especially people in the truth and freedom movement oftentimes have such a hateful relationship with finances and money. They're, they're so, you know, they're just, it's such a yuck topic. Oh my God. You know, they're, they're, they're fighting us with this. They have fiat money. Uh, there's never enough. And i want to encourage everyone to make their peace and heal that it's ultimately we're not talking about money we're talking about abundance and abundance is a natural principle in nature everything is abundance there isn't a bird that sits on a branch and wonders about you know abundance it just is a part of it and so that is hugely important because you you in this world in this world the way it functions right now you cannot be effective if you have no means. That's just the way it is. I mean, you know, we can we can argue about that, but there's only so much you can do if you have to worry about money all the time. But really, what's more important to me and what I wanted to share is, um, I was, all my life, I was looking for the vision um, that would help us as the human family to get to a more authentic, truthful, beautiful way of life a wonderful new culture and it wasn't until probably 10 12 years ago and i didn't i didn't really realize until then that we had all, we already had that on earth we already had a beautiful original culture and um, if you want to learn about this i always try to um, plug these books because they're so amazing it's the ringing cedars the ringing Cedars series Uh, Are the Anastasia, Anastasia books, as people know them, Uh, a series of books that will reintroduce you to the original culture, how we were actually meant to live. And more importantly, it will also teach you how to tap into that knowledge without the internet, without books, just using your inner technology that we have to tap into this knowledge. So if we talk about overcoming the matrix we need to have a vision for what that means right if you just fight something and you have no alternative you're going to be stuck in that fight and for me it it was and for, for christine and i my wife and i it was these books and how we were connected to synchronistic events again to ringing cedars books that shifted our complete perception and then i as i was reading these books i began to remember remember this culture, remember this knowledge. It's almost like I grew a couple inches because there was a natural pride in me for being a descendant of this original culture, which we all are. And once we realize these things, boy, there's a a, a level of empowerment that comes to your life that's almost inexplicable. And um, it's not a cult, it's not a religion, it's not a sect to follow. It's actually, it inspires you to reconnect with that part that's in your DNA, it's there, right? It's, it is there, you just have to find it. And that vision of this culture and bringing this about and inspiring people to learn about it and to start living it, that's what drives us. And that will automatically pull you out of the matrix and put you into the natural, authentic, real realm. Wow.
4: I awesome love stuff. that. Can could I? Can could I add to that, man? Jean, first of all, you're just such a poet. Um, I cannot wait to start listening to your music because I feel like it'll be like your spoken word, but just with awesome melody behind it. So I'm really looking forward to that. (laughs) Um, and and that's why, like, you know, so for for QFS, sorry QFS for QSI, we're not just teaching people about the financial situation. We're not just teaching about you know what is QFS, what is Gisera, um, and how to. How do those strategies, how do those policies change the future? Um, We're not even just teaching people how to, you know, how do you make money through crypto or through other Jisera asset classes. It's for us, it's more important like, what do we do with this information afterwards? Right. Because we like, we know that everything, whether it's money, commodities, trading, payments, transactions, every single thing is going onto the blockchain in the future, specifically Stellar. And so for us, it's all about how do we attract humanitarians and future humanitarians who want to actually go and change the world? Because when you have unlimited wealth and behind that, you have brand new strategies, brand new technologies, like you guys are saying earlier, you do become unlimited beings. And so, you know, like it's really cool because we're sitting here as, as patriots and we're kind of looking on the screen and you're seeing all the things that White Hats are doing behind the scenes, right? Between the military, the, the politics and uh, the whole movement back there. But when you think things, you know, five, 10, 15 years down the road, we will become what people will know as the White Hats, right? Because we'll be the ones, you know, becoming the new managers of various organizations, various government agencies, um, creating abundance and, and basically taking charge of whatever the future world is going to look like. And that's why we're all being trained right now to have the right kind of mindset, to have the right kind of positions behind what we're about to do. So we can be in that position to be, you know, empowering um, and in control of, you know, basically safeguarding humanity and safeguarding the future of the world so that we don't fall. We don't revert back into this mess that we've all been coming out of.
0: Yeah, Absolutely. Um, good stuff there, and uh, Jaron, you want to finish up with any uh, last comments here? We're gonna let Jean go here for his amazing Sunday.
1: Nope. Bring it on to John's. <laughs> if he's gonna go. Let's let him have the like, uh, nope. climax here. <laughs> All right. Let him enjoy his family. So, yeah. Jean, uh, we want to thank
0: you for joining us. I know it's your uh, your sacred day. I really appreciate you doing that for us, and uh, we loved meeting you. Um, you're such a wise soul and, uh, we see your mission and, and, uh, we recognize you and, uh, you know, we see a lot of a mirror of image of what we're doing as well. So thank you for doing that. And, uh, any final thoughts for us, uh, Jean?
2: Oh, you're on mute. on mute. Oh, there we go. <laughs> uh, it had to happen once. Um, yes. thank you all for, for having me and it's my honor and my pleasure to connect with all of you i want to say reconnect with all of you we all know <laughs> what that means yes yeah. um there's no there's this is not a new connection and, and you know you can feel that um, you know it's it's what we've been talking about for the last hour and 10 minutes and and the, the, there's it's really one key point and it's the one thing people have the greatest challenge to hear but once they really hear it it opens up everything that they ever wanted in their lives. It opens them up to the opportunity, let me put it that way. And that is that it starts within. You have the keys. You have the keys. You you don't need anyone outside of you. Yes, you can ask for help, of course. Yes, you can you know have a coaching and all these things that are extremely wonderful and important. And And it's what we've been doing in the past, too. But the truth is, any good teacher, coach, master, whatever you want to call them, They will lead you to this. They will lead you to your keys, to your heart, to your purpose, to your spirit. They they can only show you the way anyways. They can't walk it for you. And you hold all the keys. And the truth is that whoever you are watching this, wherever you are, I see you. I hear you. However difficult your situation seems to be right now. There's not just a way out. You are the way out. You always have been the way out. And it can begin today. And when you begin walking that path, there is no telling of how good it can get. There, is no, there are no limitations of how good this can get your journey. No matter where you've been, you can choose a different direction. And rather than looking to reinvent yourself and make yourself new every year and New Year's resolutions and starting a new trend or whatever, ask yourself, who am I? Who am I really? And write down all the answers that come out until it's all written out and you will land at a very powerful place. That's that's the essence. That's who you are. That's why you came. And when you start living that and are brave enough and courageous enough to do it, then how your life will turn out is beyond your wildest dreams and imaginations. The relationships, the, the things that come into your life, the fulfillment from within and Colors, sounds, everything becomes more beautiful, more intense. And this is available to all of you. It's not just some selected few. It's available to all of us. That's our true power. And I just want to encourage you to explore it because you hold the keys. You always have and you always will.
0: Wow. Very, very powerful. Yeah. Thank you. It's like you prepared that. My goodness. I <laughs> <laughs> Just downloaded through you. Divinely inspired. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Great. Excellent wonderful. stuff. Thank you so much. Um, everybody go check out uh, Inspired Channel. Um, the link is in the description. And uh, check out all his stuff. Check out his locals, all those things. So amazing stuff. Uh, give your love to your wife for us. And... Uh, yes. Yeah, thank you so much. Maybe and, we could um,
3: have her on sometime.
0: Yes, and and we will um We will certainly mm-hmm. hook up again in the future here and do some okay. things. So,
3: and if we're ever in Nashville again, I will definitely yes, like we come see to us. Meet up let us, us know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> let us know. There's beautiful things to see beyond Broadway. Yes. Oh, that would be great. I figured, yes, yeah. yes. Thank there's... you all so much. It was an honor and a pleasure. God bless you all. Thank okay. you. Thank all right, you. let
0: yourself out there, Jean, and uh, don't go anywhere. As we have plenty of show left for you there um let's see all right let me move us down
3: adjusting
0: adjusting I I have to
3: sneeze so Uh-oh. I give you me know, if I do?
4: this is what i love about you guys show because nothing is planned in advance and when john was doing his i guess if you want to call it a closing speech or uh I
3: guess
4: <laughs> farewell message i'm not sure how to how to categorize <laughs> it i felt like i was just re-watching our meditation session yeah. again <laughs> It's like, it's like all the same lessons coming out in different ways in, in, which is awesome because certain, certain phrases, certain personalities will really resonate with certain people. And when you have everybody basically, you know, honing in on the same message in their own unique way, I think that's when the most amount of people will really start to learn what this is all about. So, man, that was just so perfect.
0: (laughs) isn't it beautiful when someone speaks from the heart and it's so like divinely inspired and it's just like whew, yeah it's great stuff and and you see our connection throughout the world of all of us light workers that we're, we're all just in that same connection zone right we all have that same activation on our dna that's going on and you know it, we i put in a lot of work for this stuff and I love it and like, you know, just like you said, Emily, you, you don't feel like you're working. It feels like you're just inspired with this energy of like, yes, this is my mission, right? So much of a different thing than, than a nine to five, 40 hour, you know, thing. So, uh, it's just amazing. So great stuff there. All right. Let me, um, Jaren, you have anything, uh, else you'd like to, uh, comment about, uh, meeting John and, uh,
1: and how he felt to you reconnected i love that he he said it i mean oftentimes i say that it's nice to reconnect with you with people i've never met before of that kind of vibration you know and it was nice that he he said that i'm i'm really grateful that we had uh emily and john on today together what a combo that was amazing it's divine orchestration
4: yes thank you so much for the invite that was super unexpected
1: <laughs> it just happened
0: that way, and it was amazing. It was meant to be. Yeah, it was it was absolutely meant to be. So, great stuff. Um, Jaren, are you ready to do your manifestation moment?
1: Sure. Let's All
0: right, go. We'll get into Jaren's Let's manifestation one. moment. All right. Enjoy, everybody.
1: So for today's manifesting moment, the first one of the year, let's talk about thought. Thought. So there have been several studies done, several. You can research on this and you'll see a little bit of a variation, but roughly the, all humans have 30,000 to 80,000 thoughts a day. Just think about that, you know, and let's, you know, we can give it an average of around, let's just say 50,000 thoughts a day. Do you guys realize that's 2,000 thoughts an hour? You know, you're roughly having a thought every two seconds. Not good. Now, it's not bad. We're all going through changes. We're going through challenges and we're evolving. But we do not need that many thoughts. Those thoughts use life force energy. We want to have powerful thoughts. You know, aside from divinely inspired thoughts, fresh thoughts, intuitive thoughts. We want to have less thoughts that are more impactful, create more transformation and growth and abundance in our life. Okay, aside from we think way too much, okay, second is 80% of those thoughts are negative across the board. Now, we talk about the 80-20 rule here often on RISE, where we actually want to get into 80% positivity in our world, in all things. And throw in 20% negativity if you want to look at it that way in the sense of growth, um, contrast, you know, different aspects of synergy that are unknown, you know, and, and just overall growth. You want to have a little bit like think about when you work out. We've talked about this before. When you go to the gym, you destroy your body. You rip it apart. You're designed to stress it. Then what it does is it rebuilds and it grows bigger, better, faster, lighter than it was before. With rest, you don't work out every day all the time consistently. If you did, you would just deteriorate. So that stress, that negative pressure is there for a certain amount of time. And then you're back into ease, you're back into recalibration, restoration. So we want less negativity. How do we do that? Well, the third and final aspect I want to bring up, which I think is the most important out of everything that I've stated, we do need less thoughts, we do need more positive thoughts, these are obvious, is 95% of those thoughts are repetitive thoughts that were thought about yesterday. (laughs) And these are in several tests, by the way. Several tests, they all relatively give the same answer for the average human being. We are thinking what we were yesterday. And that means what you were thinking yesterday, you were thinking the day before. And so you're in these loop systems. You're projecting the past into the future. And if the past is 80% negative, right, and you're projecting that to the next day, what are you constantly creating? The negative. Why is that? Why is that most? I would say there's obviously, in, in this short amount of time, there's an infinite amount of answers, but giving one answer is... Because we are not moving and being in the flow with the cosmos. We are not being the primal beings that explore the world. We are not going into un- through uncomfort zones and-, and going to new territories. What are we doing? We're in the same house. We're in the same situation. We're in the same job. We're on the same people. We're doing the same things. Even us truth seekers are doing the same things every day. How can we assist not bringing the past to the future is by getting into the unknown or the neutral. Think about when you go on a vacation. You become a whole new you. You don't think the same thoughts. You're excited about what's around you. You're inspired about what's around you. You feel fresh, you feel new, you're on an adventure. Now we can't go on vacations every day, but we can bring it about in our week. You know, we can have a day of the week or a couple days Or even a few hours of the day where we go to something new, we get out of our comfort zones. We do not give evidence of the same identity and the same projections of consciousness into our world, right? So besides you doing the change, which is what I'm always speaking about, right? Journaling, meditation, manifestation, self-contemplation, transforming your inner self we can get ourselves into different situations on the external so that we don't just go through the same system so you need to plan times where you can get into something new get into something fresh go on an adventure get yourself around different stimuli different things different situations because you won't have that constant identity complex of who you are and what you used to be so remember that less thoughts That's the point of meditation. That's the point of grounding in nature. That's the point of connecting with your body. Less thoughts, more positive thoughts. Okay, that requires a lot of work, we know. And then see if you can have even a little bit of change in your life so that you're not just thinking the same things you thought yesterday. That is the loop that keeps rewinding. That is the karma that is overwhelmingly negative on the planet, even in this transformational process that many of the truthers are in. So find things that bring you pleasure, joy, leisure, new, fresh, so that you can have a new identity and a new view on life and have a new thought pattern that becomes divinely inspired, then can manifest the world you wish to see much easier. And that is your manifestation moment for today.
0: Love it, Jaren. Great stuff there. Looping is definitely a big one. And, and I really do try to consciously pay attention each day and try to change something. But it's amazing how quickly you get back into the loops. It's amazing how easy you go right back into your comfort zones, right? The chair you like to sit in, the place you like to go. Like it's just, it, everything's always, you know, reverting back to where that, you know, you're safe, right? That's why you do it is the safety right and so um it's very difficult to to consciously paying attention i'm going to do this i'm going to do something different i'm gonna have a different conversation with somebody that i don't normally have i'm going to sit someplace different i'm going to normally sit i'm going to go to a place that i don't normally go to just to break the loop patterns to see what happens the universe is going to give you gifts if you start breaking breaking out but you got to pay attention you got to see how that goes emily what'd you think
4: yeah, absolutely. Um, and I, I made a reference to to this book before, but it's what to say when not talk to yourself by Dr. Shad Helmstutter, one of my favorites. And uh, one of the most impactful chapters for me was I can't remember what number chapter was. It was like kind of halfway through the middle of the book. Um, and in background, so anybody who hasn't read this book yet, it's obviously about you know like mind um, patterns, how to break them, how to create new ones, but the way that Dr. Chad Helmster writes about it, it's a little bit more scientific, um, which I really appreciated when I was first getting into this field because I didn't believe in all this, you know, the ascension stuff. I thought it was very woo-woo and, you know, not for me kind of thing. And, of course, you? I'm stuck <laughs> in the middle of it. But that's how far I've come, guys. <laughs> um, but so back back in the day, like, I, I needed the more concrete evidence, the scientific proof that these things were real. And so um, he had this great analogy where he's talking about, like, you know, you've got your apartment or your house and you're used to it with all your, you know, your your furniture that you've had for a long time, but now it's time for spring cleaning, right? Because spring cleaning would then represent all the new information and new thought process coming in. And so you, you know, you gotta go create some space. So you take all your furniture, you chuck it out, um, you know, like into the garage as a holding pattern for you to actually throw it away later. And because you haven't thrown it away yet, meaning you haven't, you know, put new furniture in there yet, you know, you're waiting for IKEA to send it to your, you know, whatever the case is, we don't know. But in that time space between when you put all your old stuff out and you move all your new stuff in, that stuff is just sitting in the garage and one by one you're like, oh, well until my new furniture arrives, I still need my mattress. So you bring your mattress back in, and then you're like, oh, well, I need a dining room table so I can have my breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I need to have my desk so I have a place to work. And so one by one, those old patterns, the old furniture start to creep back in because you haven't replaced it with new thought patterns just yet. And so you know, what I love about the meditation you guys do is you make it so realistic and so easy to follow that it's just the timing between your old thought patterns and your new thought patterns start to really um, collapse significantly is what I find when I'm listening to you guys. So thank you for all the work that Mm. you do on that.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, yeah, when I, when you were talking about thoughts there and how many you have uh, during the day, during a minute, during a second, you know, uh, Jaren, somebody had wrote uh, on here, Oh, where was it? Um, jeez oh there's so many people wrote i i saw a really funny comment but it reminded me of um the movie that i really enjoy called the peaceful warrior and in one of the scenes socrates says throw out the trash and the ego of the kid said you throw out the trash and he said no i'm talking about in your mind anything that doesn't obtain to this moment throw it out get rid of it you're you're all gumped up up here You got things up there you don't need, get rid of it. Be more in the moment, be more silent, be more what's happening next, be on the edge of the waterfall as the water's falling, right? Just be in that moment. And uh, it was a really cool scene and it really stuck with me. Like all the thoughts that we have, all the things we have gumped up up there, unorganized, uh, things that are fears and stresses and worries, you know, we have them all up there old patterns you know we have we see somebody we haven't seen in a while but we don't like them we immediately go oh god that person right we've already put ourselves in the past maybe they're different maybe if you looked at it in the moment you would see a whole different person but the problem is we're, we're all gumped up and that's a that's a big one Jared
1: yeah just real quick that's why it's so so vital not that I do it every day I'll be transparent with everybody I say I do but I don't Um, having a morning practice where before you step into the world, you are getting into who you are presently and who you are ideally, who you want to be and as if you're already living your dream. This is the container of magic that we talked about on last meditation with Emily. You need a container of magic, a segment of time, and there's no more vital time than before you step into the external world so that you can be in your space of who you want to be and vibrationally be higher before you walk through it. Then also, like I said in the segment, aside from personal practice, basically which is also supporting you to dealing with the past that you wanna transform, is just stepping out of it. Like we said, go on a random trip. I saw someone send a, uh, uh, post a message about going on a drive randomly. I have a client of mine, she did that a few weeks ago. She went on a random drive, ended up a couple hours away, took half a day, and had all these great things happen to her. Why? Just because she got out of what she's used to, and and all of a sudden, driving, the music, inspired thought, going to a restaurant, meet someone you never knew before, go to a coffee shop, go out to walk and see some new scenery. You get inspired. You know, you got to do some things that get you out of, you know, the have tos, the need tos, the expectations, the responsibilities, the whatever else, so that you can remember how an animal lives. You know, you can, or, or, or a conscious evolved being lives as they travel through time and space. They always are in new experiences. They're always in the unknown. Um, so both, both things are, are important. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I love the vacation thing as
0: well. I, I've, when I come back from vacation, I'm usually um, have a lot more ideas, a lot more inventions, a lot more things kind of change a little bit. So I'm able to actually shift a little bit better coming back from vacation, uh, out of my patterns, out of my routines. Um, and, and, and then just kind of reinventing a little bit of my routine. So you're able to kind of push past those, those loops a little bit more when you're out of them for a little bit. So interesting, but you certainly resist being out of the loop. <laughs> it takes a little while to, to like, enjoy yourself and relax and say, all right, we're doing different things now. We're going to go on a walk on the beach instead of, you know, being at home and, doing my, you know, routine to get to work. So a lot of different stuff, but it's good. All right. So Emily, <clears throat> I know you want to present some things. We're going to do the best we can here to like help you present, uh, your kind of QSI stuff. And, uh, I will just lead me along on the things I have, the things you sent me. We'll try to do the best we can to, uh, to do what you want. So I'll put you on the screen here. I don't have an intro for you, I'm sorry. Oh, oh I do wow. have an intro for you. Yeah. There, <laughs> it's the there you go. There you go. here we go. All right, there you go, look at you. All right, so. Um, <laughs> Leave it to Greg. Yes. <laughs>
4: hey, so well thank you so much for doing this. Um, I. So this is kind of inspired by a couple different, um, I guess, people, groups, um, situations that I've seen fairly recently. And so this is kind of like my first attempt at um, kind of collapsing some of the information that we've been putting out over the last, I guess, a little over a year now um, on, you know, very like specific topics. So like short segments broken down into just a handful of minutes. And um, and so, you know, bear with me as I'm kind of testing this out, but I basically just pulled a lot of confirmations from our older posts and videos um, so that people can see kind of like the the brief synopsis of it and then of course you know if they want more information on it then they can go and look at our videos or look at our posts um but if you go to the the first slide please
0: all right hang on here it's the youtube thing that we are talking
4: about oh sorry no um just just the uh the, the slide PDF. thing okay hang mm-hmm. on
0: Bring that
4: up. Yeah, i basically took little snippets from our video and i plopped it into a pdf all
0: right that looks Pretty good. I'll edit that in better. All right. So this is your slide, right? This is what you're talking about?
4: Yeah. Okay. Is me... there a way to um, swap it?
0: Swap it. What do you mean? The difference? I'm just going to make it bigger. Hang on. All
4: right. Oh, actually, sorry. Um, That was the... That was the older PDF. Do you have like the, oh. the last one by chance?
0: Um, oh, yep. I got another one. Yeah. All right, just got to download for a second.
1: All right. Live and raw, everyone. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> no, it's it's good.
0: Sorry, everybody. No. This is, this okay, is something thanks. new. We're going to try it out. Uh, I know Emily wanted to do this, and I thought it would be really fun and cool. So just bear with cool. us, and we will get it going here in a second. We'll get, her, we'll get it. We'll get it rocking and rolling. I
4: wonder. I wonder if it's possible to swap, like, where the presentation box is versus the Big QSI logo box. I don't know. If well, the QSI that... is your background. Yeah, it's just the background. It's just
0: the background. Um, so hang
4: I see. On. I see. Okay. Um, I'm only saying that because they won't be able to see the whole screen.
0: I'm getting there. Yeah. I'm moving it around here. Hang on. All right. Trying. I'm trying. Yep. Thank you. Why is it only that big? That's stretched out. Yeah, like it. All right. All right. I'm gonna place that over the top of you. I think.
4: Over the top.
0: Yeah. Cover a pretty face.
4: <laughs> That's probably better, anyways.
0: <laughs> All right. There we go. Okay, Art of War, correct.
4: Perfect. So, um, basically, there are just a handful of slides in here. I'll go through them fairly quickly. But again, so the inspiration behind this is because there are so many truthers um, that you know we we know about, we hear about, we we work with, and one thing is a lot of them um, don't don't necessarily have the most updated version of certain kinds of information because you know what's more relevant or more prevalent rather out there are things like about the vaccine or about the election or um, you know, like the Brunson case as an example. And so because you have you know hundreds, maybe thousands of people out there sharing that kind of information, people are very, very well informed. But there are certain topics that we deal with every single day. And we're over here wondering how come other people don't really know about this yet? Um, and so I figured if maybe if I can condense it and make it a little bit shorter, it might be easier to share. And so hopefully that way more people will get updated on these topics at the same time, too. So this front slide um is basically just um inspired by the art of war, uh, obviously psychological operations. And people who have seen that, like the, the Game Over documentary that was inspired by Charlie Freak and his information, then hopefully they'll understand kind of what this is all about. But really, um, just like we were talking about earlier in, in the segment with Jean, it's like, if you already know the White Hats have won, then you know you're watching a movie. And so take that kind of mind frame and think about how the White Hats are literally just using all the cabal's tools, right? Like their strategies, their resources, assets, technologies, etc., against the black hats. And that's why it's so exciting. That's why we're chuckling every day, kind of just reading this information come in. Um, and so I, I just pulled this quote real quick from this is the Cold War Patriot on, on Twitter. And I think a couple people know who he is, um, but he wrote the new Kings in the house. How does um, how does King use pawns, bishops, and knights and a chessboard? And so, again, guys, it's all part of a show. It's all just, um, just like drops information waiting for you to figure out what they're doing. And so it doesn't really matter what side you're on, meaning like Republican, Democrat, or conservative, liberal, or, you know, all over the world, not just in America, because everybody is part of the big chessboard. Everybody has the role they need to play. Um, So Greg, if you go to the next slide, please. I'm just going to go to basically some of the most like hot topics that people seem to be kind of confused about recently. And um, what I'm finding is that a lot of people think that these big trigger words are actually black hat, um, black hat plans, right? Like people are still talking about, oh, this is the WF um, agenda, the UN agenda or um, the global reset guys. That doesn't exist anymore. The white hats have already taken control over it. So why are we talking? Why are we still talking about those topics in a negative light? We should be learning what it is in a positive light instead. And so the first one is um, about the black swan market crash. So again, guys, this is not the great reset. The white hats have literally just taken all of those same tools and basically um, confiscated it and, it, and they're they're pushing it back on the black hats. How do we know this? Because we know that if the ultimate end goal is you have to have just Sarah, it means you have to crash the existing system before you can implement a brand new system on blockchain. And um, and so these slides, like the next, I think two or three slides are actually taken from a video that we did with um, Nick Ragone a couple months ago, and he did this amazing D class on it. So by the way, if you guys don't know who Nick is, he is a Wall Street veteran, um, over 30 years on Wall Street at some of the biggest banks in the whole world, some of the biggest clients in the whole world. If I named them, I mean, they're all like Fortune 100 companies. You you would definitely know who this, um, like who he's worked for. And he um, he kind of came across my, um, I guess, my, my channel a couple months ago because I learned that he was a big whistleblower long before he ever came to QSI. And so he did this crazy D-class where people have been talking about how Trump and the White Hats have taken over the U.S. Treasury, which we all know has taken over the Federal Reserve, um, the IRS, et cetera. But we've just been talking about it, but nobody's ever had proof until now. So Nick is literally the first person that I've ever come across who sat down, put the research together and showed with public confirmations that the White Hats have taken over all these organizations, and that's why it's so exciting. So I pulled three different screenshots from it, obviously way too small to see, but two quotes that I thought were just amazing um, analyses coming from Nick is what I highlighted in, in red text. And so the first quote is, there's no logical explanation why the Fed would have exploded their own balance sheet unless they were being ordered by the White Hats. And that puts an end to the Federal Reserve. So this is part of the plan to get rid of the Federal Reserve once and for all. And then later in the video, he also said, all you really need to know is the amount of derivative exposure we have, because if they fall apart, you can say goodbye to the entire financial system of the world. And when he was running his calculations, which he's done countless posts, I couldn't even put them into the video, the total exposure right now is sitting at 2.3 quadrillion dollars. And he said that is definitely enough to do the job. So I'm I'm saying this because when people, you know, they they read the news every day and they're talking about, oh, the market's going to collapse and the mayhem and chaos. It's part of the movie. It's part of the narrative. You need people to be in shock and awe so they actually sit down for once and pay attention to the news because otherwise they're so busy with. You know work and school and kids and um you know their own extracurriculars when you know in their own time that they're not listening to the information coming out so the white hats need to literally use psychological warfare to have something you know big and kind of like slam in your face like hey guys block swan market crash hey guys global martial law lockdown work nuclear world war Like those kind of big headliners are what actually cause people to pay attention. But as we now know, here's public confirmation that Nick pulled out that literally the Federal Reserve is self-imploding so that the White Hats can go and move that money into a Gisera system. So that's really cool. Um, If you can go to the next slide, please. Okay, so a little more um, confirmation about this. So uh, in this slide, we have two different screenshots that Nick took about the Federal Reserve and the central banks. And so, guys, this is literally the congressional letters being sent back and forth between Mnuchin and um, and Powell. And he talks about something called the special purpose vehicle, which I had heard of, didn't really know what it was. But the long story short is. These special purpose vehicles is what allows the Federal Reserve to buy assets by the White Hats. So essentially what Trump and Mnuchin are doing is they're saying, hey, Federal Reserve, we're going to empower you to buy certain things. And we're going to basically tell you what you need to buy. And you're going to hold all the debt. We're going to hold all the assets. And so if anything implodes, you guys implode, not the U.S. Treasury. Um, and so, you know, most people know that when Trump came into office, he filled two seats on the Federal Reserve Board, which gave him way more control because he had a lot of insight um, into like, you know, if he if he puts two people, like two pawns onto the chessboard, they can slowly start to edge out all the other people. And that was really, really well done. Um, if you look at point number three, the U.S. Treasury. So one thing that Nick explained is how um, they used the CARES Act. to, so, like literally the whole coronavirus thing, Even though the Black Hats started it, the White Hats took control of it. And they're saying, now we're going to use these COVID credits and basically run it like a test run for baby Gisera implementation. Because this, again, is being all done through the U.S. Treasury, which oversees the Federal Reserve. So they're using the Federal Reserve to to create credits for America and other countries are doing it for their own countries. Other governments are doing for their own countries as well. But collectively, the entire world is giving away credits because, again, this is just beta testing for Gisera in the future. And they're all doing it legally using black hat resources, black hat money to enact white hat um, programs. So really, really cool. And then um, and then like more confirmations in these two pictures on the screen is that basically um, Mnuchin genius, obviously um, a Trumper. He was able to bait through using Chairman Powell's ego. He was able to bait him into writing not just one, but two written confessions admitting that the US Treasury controls the Federal Reserve. So they basically say, we have to do whatever you tell us to do. And Mnuchin and Trump are sitting there laughing their asses off because they're like, perfect. This is exactly what we wanted you to say, because now it proves to the whole world that you don't have any power. And that's what we as patriots needed to hear and to see as evidence. If you go to the next slide, this is all about currencies because, again, guys, a lot of people are talking about how fiat currency is backed by thin air. Well, that's true under Bretton Woods, too. It is backed by thin air. It used to be backed by the gold standard. But what a lot of people don't know, they haven't started researching into, is something called Bretton Woods III. And Bretton Woods III was summed up really, really well by a guy named Zoltan Zoltan. Po- Posar, don't know how to pronounce his name, but this guy, um, you know, used to be with the Federal Reserve, the US Treasury, and now he's with Credit Suisse, and he himself has said that Bretton Woods III is going to be when currencies now become backed by not just the gold standard, but by all physical precious metals and commodities, and that's a really really influential key discernment or sorry, key distinction rather. Because when you have not just you know physical metals, but you also have commodities, that's what gives everybody the level playing field that we're looking for all around the world, because there are certain countries that will have access to mining, and there are certain countries that don't have access to mining, but they'll have other kinds of commodities. So when you make everything, you know, kind of even and worth a lot of money, then that means in... Um, that means consequently, their currencies will also be worth a lot of money as, or a lot of value as well, because they're all being backed by something physical as opposed to thin air. So again, guys, if you're hearing people talk about money is being backed by thin air, that is the old narrative. This is what people need to start learning about is Bretton Woods 3 Now, Basel 3 is also very interesting because Basel 3 has to do with the banks. And um, the kind of the long story short is under Basel 3 implementation... Banks have to now um, carry a lot more capital in order to cover all their debt. Um, it talks about reduced leverage ratios, which is just um, you know more bank kind of talk chatter. But what's really really important is if you have a bank that is not Basel Three compliant, they actually get shut down. And what's really cool is. On January 1st, so just a couple days ago, Basel III actually went into full effect all over the world. And there were, I don't even know what the count is by now, but there were thousands of banks all over the world that are having to default because they do not have Basel III compliance. And so you're going to start seeing more and more information out in the news saying such and such bank or such and such investment bank are now closing up shop. And they might not give you the real reason behind it, but those who have been studying Basel three will know that this is the reason why they're all closing up shop. If, um, and then just a really quick uh, mention before we go to the next slide is on the right side of the screen, there's like a, this map looking thing with all these, um, like in the middle has the pink box, AB, ABDC, and then a couple moving pieces next to it. Hopefully this will be clear enough on the screen for everybody to see. But this is just confirmation that you've got um, physical currencies, commodities, um, gold, everything is kind of backing it all together in what ABDC stands for is asset backed digital currency. So it's just more confirmation put out by the white hats that everything is rolling into blockchain, not just your physical money in the future. Alright, thanks Craig. If we can go to the next slide please. So CBDCs. This I wanted to add really quickly because a lot of people when they hear CBDC, they think a central bank you know obviously because central bank is in the name cbdc and so that's what confuses a lot of people and they think that because the cabal control the central banks that the cabal also controls the cbdc and that's actually not true whatsoever um and so you know we did a big study on it and and this is actually taken off of an article that i found a long time ago um well, I didn't find it. There's a guy in our channel that found it. He forwarded over to us and we've done a lot of studies on this article, but it talks about the pros and the cons of CBDCs. And if you look at the pros, every single pro that I've highlighted like in the pink boxes and the bullet points indicates that CBDCs are actually in favor of just Sarah policies, which is amazing. And then if you look at the right side where it says cons, I put con in quotation marks, because if you were a bank, and you're looking at cbds coming in yes it's a con because they're literally put in to destroy the banking system but for us as for you know q patriots we love the cons because that's further confirmation that cbdc's will be dismantling the evil cabal kazarian central banks and the whole banking system so guys more proof that cbdc is good and it's being controlled by the white hats and not by the black hats um on top of that i wanted to add really quickly that There's something that will be probably a little bit better known in the future, hopefully in the next couple of months. And that's what we call quantum compliant banks. And all that really means is every single bank all around the world. So now we're talking thousands of thousands of banks across every single country had to work with a group um, that is a white hat group that's within the, the stellar blockchain ecosystem. And in order to be considered a quantum compliant bank, they actually had to sign um, a contract to work on the Stellar blockchain. So they have to mint the assets. They have to be on Stellar blockchain, which means they're now on the ISO 20022 standard for blockchains, which then helps, um, all the white hats start programming algorithms for smart contracts and pallets, because what they're doing is they're creating a whole web, like a matrix of smart contracts to use central, you know, CBDCs to literally replace banks, replace existing central banks, replace a lot of the various departments of governments at the same time to basically collapse everything and run it through automation. And that's why this is the death of the cabal central bank, because if everything's done through automation, you literally don't need people to work there anymore, because it's already being done by computer. And on top of that, Because of the way CBDCs are going to be managed and governed by quantum computers and by the basically the Global Military Alliance, the white hats are governing the CBDCs. So that's just another confirmation that everything is going really, really well according to plan. If you go to the next slide, please. Okay, so um, I'm going to shift gears a little bit and talk more about um, some of the other topics that people have been discussing, you know, over the last couple of months or so, and making it seem like these things are really bad when they're actually really good. So, for instance, like people talk about um, digital ID, centralized databases, and how that's bad because if you, bel- you know, if you fall into that trap, these are all again what they would believe as WEF or UN Agenda 2030, and things of that nature. But that's actually not true, because again, the White Hats have also taken control over that implementation as well. And so um, first thing to talk about is, when you're on blockchain, there's a huge difference between pseudonymity and anonymity. And obviously, being anonymous means that nobody knows anything about you. Well, that's not entirely true on blockchain. People don't really know that it's that your wallet belongs to you unless you let people know. However, pseudonymity is essential because as an example, your identity on the blockchain is literally just a string of numbers and letters. So you're you're kind of like the stamp and nobody knows that that's your stamp unless you, you know, obviously you tell them it's your stamp, but they don't know anything personal about you. So for instance, they don't know that um, just because it's it's Emily's wallet, that they also know where I live and all my personal data. But right now, in the current system, anybody who hacks into any of the you know to to the government websites, to the uh, to the phone websites, to the email websites, everybody knows everything about me because everything's been hacked. But on blockchain, on quantum computers, they're unhackable. So there's a huge huge difference. And um, another big thing to know is when you're over here in the blockchain um, world, in this space, there's something called KYC AML, and it stands for Know Your Customer and Time Money Laundering. And what's really important about this is, so, how you tie the identity of a wallet to a person is you actually have to go through this KYC AML process. And it goes through all the government databases, use government IDs, and they basically say, okay, this is this person because they use this ID to verify it. And then they match it to this address. And they're going to match through all the other government databases to verify who you are. And the only people who have access to this would be your governing bodies, which, again, is being monitored by the White Hats, also through quantum computers. So that's why it's going to become unhackable in the future. Um, I also made a quick note about the CIA's digital hammer. I did a big post on this about, I think, one week or two weeks ago or so. And there's something called horizon scanning, which I had never heard of before. But this just tells you that um, it's another example of how the White Hats have also taken over control of the cia so the cia guys is no longer bad it is good and i have a huge d class on that on that as well um but what horizon scanning is is and i pulled this off of um basically multiple sources to verify but it's a technique today to detect and identify emerging developments and trends and essentially what they're trying to do is they're trying to source what could be known as um like risk management or or other kinds of like error scenarios. And they're trying to detect that before it ever happens. Again, so guys, the White Hats are essentially being incredibly proactive right now. And they're saying, let's not wait for things to hit the fan before we start to fix them. Let's find out what they are before they even become a big deal by putting all these AMIL, a, AIML algorithms in place so they can proactively detect stuff before it becomes um, a big thing. Right. So um, so that's just another example of it. And then I also have another really big D class on IBM's um, program. It's like a multi-step program called Hyperledger. And in this case, Hyperledger has multiple aspects of it that talks about security. Um, And so whenever you see security, but especially with the phrase interoperable adoption, guys, we're talking about blockchains right now. And so everything that they're doing right now is to set up a future scenario where your identity, your um, personal information, is actually being protected by quantum computers. It's all being set up right now on the blockchain. Okay, if we go to the next slide, please. This is about enge- uh, geoengineering. So again, HARP is something that I think most truthers know about. In 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 most contexts, it's about how the white sorry the black hats have been using various technologies to implement um, natural disasters. So, for instance, like hurricanes and and floods and earthquakes and stuff like that. But what a lot of people don't know is that the White Hats have actually taken over harp at the same time too. And they're able to then use it for agriculture to restore landscapes, which is really, really incredible. And so I know on a previous call um, with you guys on RISE, we had talked about the NEOM project over in the Middle East. And this is really exciting because you can see in the, in the red bullet points, they're literally using HARP to help desalinate areas. Um, they're also implementing hydroponic farms, which is not HARP, but it is um, you know, more new science. And they're combining the two together to help disprove the climate change narrative. And on top of that, they're using something called cloud seeding, which is HARP technology, and they're going to be able to create rain clouds to help with agriculture. So you don't have all the same kind of droughts that you do. Um, in current day areas around, like, you know, like the desert areas right now. And so, guys, again, just more confirmation that White Hats are looking at all the things that the Black Hats have been doing, technologically speaking, resource speaking, and they're basically just flipping the table on them and saying, hey, if you can use technology for bad, I can use technology for good, and let's see how we actually restore the world so that we can have, you know, brighter colors, more abundant lands, and, and things of that nature. If you go to the next slide please and this is the last line so artificial intelligence has been a very very controversial topic and um and i definitely understand where people are coming from because when i first started hearing about ai and and bots and this is you know decades ago i had these horror images flashing my mind from all the movies that i was watching which again Guys, movies are done intentionally to brainwash you to a certain pattern. Jean had you know an a, incredible speech about that earlier, but when it comes to AI, because the White Hats have already taken over and they have started you know taking a lot of technologies like um, like DARPA DARPA technologies as an example, and they've been flipping it, using it for good. You have things like Neuralink, like Project Bluebeam, which used to be, as we all know, being done for for mind control, for brainwashing, um, for a lot of things like MKUltra. Guys, that's no longer going to exist in the future because what they're doing is they're actually going to be using these mind control techniques to actually heal us. So again, they'll be using Neuralink, Project Bluebeam, etc., like technologies like that to implement into medbeds, so I want to make that really abundantly clear because I think that that's a big narrative that needs to be understood right now because there's way too much disinformation on that around. Um, so you know, obviously we all know about medbeds and there are different components of medbeds as well. Um, to heal, you know, cells and everything too. But a big part of the med bed is to heal your brain, and how you heal the brain is going to be through quantum technology, because quantum physics will be aligned to neuroscience, which is how we get to brain healing technology. So um, hopefully that helps, you know, kind of guide people along different topics to start researching and just know and feel confident that because the white hats have already taken over pretty much everything. Things are going to start looking on the up and up pretty soon because a lot of this information, like what I've been sharing a second ago, will become more and more prevalent in, um, you know, mainstream media. Give it a couple, maybe a couple of weeks, a couple of months, but over the next couple of months or so, you're going to start to see more and more confirmation that this stuff is all true and it's no longer going to be like the, the science fiction, um, you know, evil plan of the WEF, etc., so thanks, thanks for letting me have a couple minutes to share that with you guys.
0: Wow. My goodness. <laughs> Wasn't that a lot Sorry, for everybody?
4: I, I only got <laughs> one little hole to squeeze on information, and that's the short version, too. <laughs>
0: Those are fantastic slides, though, for everybody out there. And uh, I'll, I'll make you a copy of that so you can put it on your QSI channel, and everybody can watch
1: it. So that's- Yes, that's, that clip needs to be sent worldwide. That was amazing. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> thanks.
4: Seriously. Um, maybe what i'll also do is i'll i'll like do a little bit more practice so it's a little bit you know flows a little bit better and then i can plug up the polished version out with you guys oh
0: you you did you did great that was amazing so um except for the beginning part where i'm trying to figure it all out (laughs) (laughs) right Right. (laughs) all right we're 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 low on time so i'm going to get right to the sunshine news the climax of the show about your segment Well we'll we'll put my segment either on the end of the show or I'll put it on Telegram or or Facebook or stuff like that. So
3: jumping right to Yeah.
0: Well that happens, you know. I'll sacrifice for the team.
3: Oh my gosh. I I was willing to sacrifice for the team, but you (laughs) know All right.
0: right. We're both willing. All right. I love the Sunshine News. I cannot go without it. All right, here we go everybody. Sunshine news. Ladies and gentlemen, Victoria and the Sunshine News.
3: All right, he's updated it a little. I got to kind of feel this out. (laughs) (laughs) Are you ready for me? Oh, boy. Oh, no, he's not ready. He's never ready. It is Sunday, January 8th, 2023. Officially, it is a brand new year. To live now as we think human beings should live, in defense of all that is bad around us, it is itself a marvelous victory. We are only in our eighth day of the year, and there are a lovely 357 days left of this year to fulfill and make glorious 19 days left of the winter thank god and there are only 71 days left until spring
0: when am i supposed to share the penguins No. oh all right
3: the birthstone or of this month is garnet and who felt the full moon on the sixth oh Did yeah you feel it
0: we couldn't see much of it because it was very cloudy and rainy most of that time but it popped out one of the mornings i drive to work very early and it was super orange. It looked like the sun was coming through the
1: clouds instead oh, yeah. of a moon. It was
0: really amazing.
3: Yep. It was
1: cloudy in New York State? No way. <laughs> <I> no <know>, right? <laughs> Shut up, Sharon. No way.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> There's another picture also that goes with this. Oh, okay. Um, but to give you a quick um, synapse of this picture, the lighter penguin is an elderly female whose partner died this year. And the darker one is a younger male who lost his partner two years ago.
0: Oh, they found so if each you other show them they? all right hang on one picture second picture the
3: other one you get a closer view of which one is which all right. um biologists biologists sorry
0: biologicalists yes exactly
3: <laughs> have followed them as they meet every night to comfort each other they stand for hours together watching the lights really wow and there's a darker one in the light one. so I thought that was really cute. Yeah, very shirt. cool. Very cool. That's so sweet that penguins can do that because yeah. they have one lifelong partner. They say they mate for life. They yes. lose that partner. I'm assuming they don't go and find another, right? But apparently they comfort each other oh, in the very meantime. Cool. Wow. National Calendar Month. We have two that I'm going to uh, briefly explain. There's a bunch of them for January, but I picked two. Um, it is National Blood Donor Month. And as controversy as this can be, um, it is very important to donate your blood, especially if you are a abnormal blood type, like a negative or an O. Um, and essentially, in the respect to the concern of vaccinated versus unvaccinated blood, this has been a controversy that has come up in the news multiple times with parents. Um, there were two stories. One in another country and one in the United States where the parents didn't want their children to get a blood transfusion from uh, blood that was vaccinated. And um, they were both forced against them. The child uh, in the other country, I believe, survived. I haven't seen an update on that. But the child in our country, unfortunately, died since the transfusion. Um,
0: I think that was New Zealand, was it? The other kid?
3: it might have been i don't remember it's been a while since i went back and looked at it um but i know a couple weeks later i believe the child was still alive in the other country um and they were both heart um surgeries i believe and then it is also world health esteem month what a great month to have this there's a lot of um you know resolutions going on um and why not build your Health esteem, rather your self esteem, which kind of roll together, right? Uh, it's a month to appreciate ourselves for who we are and now and are now, and the small choices we can make to enhance our lives without making any resolutions. What is the health esteem? It is a new category of fitness and diet that integrates positive self esteem, embracing who you are now, along with changes you would like to make. Health Esteem is grounded in accepting and embracing the person you are today and championing who you wish to become. World Health Esteem Month challenges the tradition notion that January is a month of depriving ourselves via empty promises and resolutions based on social ideals. Today in history, 200 years ago today, Alfred Rush. Russell Wallace was born. The geographer, naturalist, explorer, and illustrator is not well-known enough considering he conducted a neck-and-neck race with Charles Darwin over who would be entered into the history books for the first proponent of natural selection. Wikipedia sources say that Wallace's 1858 paper on evolution and natural selection promoted Darwin to stop writing his big species book, and quickly published an abstract paper in 1859 entitled On the Origin of Species. Wallace's 1904 book, Man's Place in the Universe, was the first serious attempt by biologist Bi- why do I keep saying that? Biologist <laughs> to evaluate the likelihood of life on other planets. He was one of the first scientists to write a series, serious exploration of whether there was life on Mars. African-American men were granted the right to vote in Washington, D.C., despite President Andrew Johnson's veto, and that was in 1867. The African National Congress was founded in 1912. David Bowie, the rock star who reinvented popular music with singles such as Space Oddity and Starman, was born in 1947. Bobby Fischer won the U.S. chess champion at the age of 14 in 1958.
0: He was probably AI.
3: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you think AI existed back then? I will tell you that Elon Musk put out an article that he is very concerned with the way that AI is going. Um, and if you believe in AI, like the movies, uh, what was the one with Will Smith? Um, yeah. Where they started attacking him. I robot. Yeah, that one. Um, and a lot of other movies about AI. Uh, you should probably look into them because Emily was just confirming that a lot of the movies are made to kind of give us a bigger picture and we've mentioned yeah, there's, this multiple there's good times. and there's bad ai yeah. correct there is but he's not uh coming from elon musk and saying that it's not that looking was, good for e-
0: that was AIs. years ago i believe kind of concerning what i think it was years ago he said that i don't think
3: it was current uh, i think it's more current he's saying oh. it again he's bringing it back up with everything else that he's mentioning um, one of the most iconic men in science would have been 81 years old today despite being diagnosed at his age of 26 with ALS. Stephen Hawken lived long enough to transform the study of space forever and like other great scientists before him, has provided puzzles for the next generation to solve for years to come, if you believe in space. National Calendar Day, guys. There's like nine things going on today. I'm gonna run through them really quick. National Sunday Supper Day just encourages the continuing family tradition, or if it was lost, bring it back uh, into your home. Um, Family life gets busy, work, activities, jobs. And we lose time, not only in the day, but with our families. So let's reel it back in, start the tradition of Sunday dinners, um, and make it weekly if you can. Uh, It is also National Bubble Bath Day. Earth's Rotation Day, if you believe it rotates. I know there's the, um, you know, flat Earth versus round Earth uh, questions. National Joy Germ Day annually reminds people across the country that being positive and treating people with kindness, they can influence those around them and pass that positive attitude on to others. When we share good moods, we impact the lives of people around us and those become infected with the same positive joy and spread it to others. I like that one. Yeah, Joy Germ Day. Uh, it is also National Career Coach Day, National English Toffee Day, National Argyle Day, um, National Winter Skin Relief Day, and... <laughs> well, if they you know anything about dry winter skin, it is horrific. Why does it need a um, day? Anyway. I, I, I don't Go know, ahead. man. I, seriously. And National World Typing Day. Do you remember, Did you ever have a typewriter growing up?
0: Yes, I uh, loved my typewriter. I used to s- slam on the keys. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was a pain in the butt compared it, to a computer.
3: It was, and that's probably not what they're talking about. Just in general, but when I see typing, that's what I think of. I don't think yeah. automatically of the new, innovated computers. I think of the old typewriters. Yep. In good news, uh, when you're ready. Ready. Yes. Ready? Okay a british company developed first tractor in the world to be completely powered by
0: electric cow dung oh <laughs> cow dung
4: <laughs> get, get out of here Jeremy looks up like what? represents our latest step towards a truly energy independent <laughs> farming future our vision of a co2 to zero future drove us to develop our t7 methane power lng tractor <laughs> With over 270 horsepower, it delivers the same performance you would expect from our diesel tractors, but with the added benefit of lower running costs and emissions. It comes with New Holland's advanced precision farming technology. Well,
0: just put poop in it.
3: Yeah, New Holland's brand new tractor runs on liquefied methane, allowing farmers to decrease their emissions and save money on expensive diesel. But that isn't the only reason it's more effective, as the company says the fuel can easily be produced by methane from cows, pies so they say pies
0: cow pies
3: <laughs> allowing for a more circular economic model in the most circular of industries and the pioneering 270 HP tractor is claimed to be a match for the performance of standard diesel powered visions or versions sorry the groundbreaking machine was developed by British company Venemen, uh, which has been researching and developing biomethane pr- production for over a decade
0: Wow look at that. It fertilizes our food, and it now runs our tractors. Go ahead.
3: Yeah. I mean, they were worried about, you know, cows farting, (laughs) and yet we're using their poop to run a tractor. That helps our farms. There you go. And next is how the Army Corps of Engineers made us love their 2023 calendar. They added giant cats. All right. This is, probably not, these pictures this is probably not. This is probably not going to be the best. I don't care if they're cropped. Um, so they took random pictures and they just added random posters of cats into them. Oh, it's, I see. It's okay, quite they're adorable. all funny cat things. Gotcha. Uh, you can download this for free. I'm going to provide the link in the chat.
0: Wow, is that the Hoover Dam?
3: <laughs> it might be. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Those are, like, mountains, if you could see the trees and stuff, but it looks like they're scooping cat litter. Oh, I see. It's quite funny. <clears throat> wow. All good right. I know.
0: Very good. I and then say you say it's, have...
3: it's for raising money because it's free, but whatever. And then last, uh, I had to share this funny, cute little picture. Um, a dolphin is poking a pufferfish, And why, you ask? Aren't puffer fish toxins? So puffer fish inflate and release a toxin to repel the predators, but it doesn't work on dolphins. And instead, the toxin actually makes them high, and they pass the puffer fish around with their friends. Oh
0: my gosh! <laughs> See, they even like passing the the old peace pipe. <laughs> I love it.
3: Oh my god, I was laughing hysterically. I'm like, See, dolphins are great. even more intelligent wish, than we I think. wish I had a video to show it, but I didn't have a chance. To I wonder if they up. get the
0: munchies after this.
3: Uh, Yeah, maybe they go find a school of fish that they can eat. Who knows? Um, But you only live once. And if you do it right, once is enough. And that is your Sunshine News. Spirituality!
0: Spirituality! I am a monkey.
3: That's <laughs> it. I here. haven't seen the sun for so long. I thought I moved back to London. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: I saw that earlier. All right, everybody. Let's wrap this bad boy up.
3: Rapidly wrap, rap.
0: uh, If you're interested in seeing the Greg Schumacher experience, go to our Telegram channel or Facebook or whatever. Or wherever. you
3: can
0: share it on the next show. Well, no, I'll, I'll share it on this one. I okay. think I made it for this one particularly. Okay, it's, it's all, one less thing you have a, to worry about next week. That's it's another movie review. <laughs> it's another amazing movie thing. Got
3: uh, it. He's proud of his work.
0: Oh no, he'll now. he'll
1: he'll not be able to control his next creative I urge to make he his he next can't one. Can't hold off. Week. He has to share it now. Hold off.
3: His <laughs> ego will explode. <laughs> oh boy! All
0: right, let's see. Where no, is, uh, there's the rise show. All right, let's wrap things up here. That was an amazing show. Yeah. We thank once again. Uh, John Nolan for joining us, Inspired God, Channel. Was that awesome. was what an amazing cowboy he is, and uh, we really enjoyed meeting him. And uh, I see some future stuff down the road with him for sure.
3: I shared it off the show before the show started, but he really reminds me of John Travolta with his hat on and the beard and his voice. Yep. His voice really like matched him. It <laughs> uh, I'm uh, impressed by that.
1: Thank yeah, you, Emily, for joining us yes, today.
4: Thank you. Appreciate it for all that love. I've now had done. a blast and yeah, John, John's pretty special. So definitely look
0: forward to um, seeing more. Yeah, for sure. And I appreciate you filling in for Victoria, even though Victoria was here. So <laughs> it was great. No, but it, you were supposed to be here, Emily. Yes. I don't
3: know what happened. Thank you for being here. We really appreciate it.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> I was like, I don't have to, it's okay. It's not the big
0: deal. No, it was great. And, uh, it was quite chemistry between you and John and, uh, yeah. And then afterwards, uh, your whole presentation—that was really awesome stuff. So, thank you, Emily. We always appreciate you, and we've done probably well over sixteen shows uh, with you, uh, between meditations and this show and everything else. So, great stuff.
4: Yeah, absolutely, a part of this
0: And uh, yes, uh, go check out uh, our meditations, co-manifestation uh, events on Wednesday nights on uh, Rise Evolution, on Rumble, or on. QSI on Telegram uh, what are you guys Harley popping herself in here and then um, next week uh, check out the Rise show live once again with Sasha Sasha, uh, Sasha Stone and uh, and then what else we got Jaren we've got our locals 10 time medita- um, manifestation events so we have part one up already and part two will be coming a little bit later
1: this month anything else Jaren Hey, the new year is it? I don't know. I don't look at time. You guys I, like time?
3: Well, it's all I'm man-made.
4: It's a calendar, new year, new us,
1: new, new year, life, though. right? Here we go. Let's go forward. That I think this is great. Year when I
4: start writing the wrong year on the calendar all over again. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: yes. yeah.
3: Whoops. Yes. Crap. It's not yeah. 2022.
4: I know. I know that's such an
3: adjustment. It's it's amazing every year how much of an adjustment it still is. You just can't let it go.
0: And uh, thank you, beautiful audience, for all you do, and uh, for your chatting and your commenting and being enjoy- oh, enjoying all that. Go ahead, Jen.
1: Glad you said that. Please like, please like. Rumble's not a big like place. Please like, share. Yeah. So, we said so many people stayed today. You know, the, the levels stayed the same. We appreciate you staying with us the whole time. Yes. But not many likes. If you're into this, if you like it, please share. Just yes. click it. Amen. Absolutely, share, <laughs> like, all that stuff. It's all free and uh yeah
0: and people need to see it you know grow the community grow the people around you Uh, show them these type of
1: uh shows that are out there that are empowering people so it's really important it's spreading the word my mother just said she'll be with me next sunday well just for the all out to know there my mom is coming down on tuesday so i'll be visiting with my mother she'll be here so she says are you going to be on the show mom is that what you're saying no
3: (laughs) oh we have a special guest
0: (laughs) All right. Very good. Thank you, everybody. We will see you next time. This is Rise, and we are signing out.